Welcome to the In Short Supply Podcast. I'm your host, Daniela Buda. Together, we'll hang out and discuss all of the things, but especially what we are actually in short supply of ourselves. Let's get comfy. Okay, let's get started. Welcome back, I should say, to In Short Supply. Are you so excited? I'm so excited. (laughs) I can't even remember the last time, like like when it was. I don't... I really feel like it was a year ago. That could be. I feel like it was about a year ago. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to check that later. Mm-hmm. So I have Deanna here from what was formerly known as the Ladies Guide, but is now Women's Holistic Wellness, and that has just and we I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but what started out as a YouTube channel and became almost like a microblog on Instagram is now a full fledged business. And and if if this website, or excuse me, what? If this episode (laughs) or our previous episode was not even a year ago, I want you to just like take a minute to like think about that. Like, do you feel proud of yourself? I do, but I don't know if I fully like taken it in of like what what has happened. But yeah, I've been trying to remind myself, especially in the times where I feel like I'm struggling or like, mm-hmm. am I really doing the right thing? Mm-hmm. And just going through all the, the things that happen when you start your own business. But, yeah. um, reminding myself of the growth has been like the, wow, like, okay, I can keep do- doing this. And like, like exponential growth. Thank you. Like, all right. So let's, <laughs> let's back up the bus a little bit. So for those of you that have been following along since the beginning of In Short Supply, there really is no In Short Supply without what was the ladies guide and I said that very candidly from from day one that you were always the inspiration behind me finally taking the plunge to do this because we've had so many conversations um I've known you and I've known you for almost 18 years and hey isn't that like I we just both shook our heads like, yeah like so that, gross what? <laughs> because then I'm like wait what is how old does that make me then because yeah. I still think I'm 20 right so. <laughs> I said to, to somebody today like I'm 12 I can't do this I'm 12 and I'm like that's not true um but we've known each other for so long and we've always you and I have kind of always been these like if I, I almost want to say like cautious dreamers like we're very realistic we're very rational but we're also like always aiming for more Mm -hmm. um through the good the bad bad and the ugly so when you had when we I think it was it had to be my the last Christmas party I had here which Mm -hmm. was like 2019 Mm -hmm. we were talking about um both starting things Mm -hmm. and then you did and you 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 pulled the trigger and I was like well now I, I have to like you almost like called, you know, you, you called your, my shot and I called yours and it was like, all right, let's do it. Mm-hmm. So there was no insured supply without the ladies guide. So Aww. the ladies guide was, is, was a YouTube channel. Yeah. It's yeah. still, I've decided to keep it as a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it really just started as a YouTube channel where I wanted to provide information, educational stuff mm-hmm. for, for women because I would get so many patients like Googling away and like freaking themselves out. And I thought like, why not create this so people have yeah. a resource? And then from there, it kind of morphed into like my Instagram and I started sharing more stuff, but it still was like, I wasn't fully like being me of like yeah. everything I wanted to do. And in the summer, this summer, I just decided that what I've always really wanted is to have my own practice mm-hmm. and 
form an LLC and make it, like, official. And mm-hmm. all of that seemed, like, insanely scary. And, like, last year, I don't even think I could have imagined this right now. So even just one year ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's because interesting. I mean, I feel like probably a lot of people could relate, but for me, because I'm in healthcare, it's like, I never associated healthcare and business, like, ever being a possibility for me. Like, okay. like I, like, in my mind, it's like, oh, but I, I don't know business. I'm not good at business. I'm in healthcare. Like, what do I know? Right. You know, right. and I think a lot of people could resonate with, like, you can say that about any. So I feel about this. Yeah. I, I don't know if I would, if I could ever make in short supply an actual business because I'm like, I don't know anything about business. What do I know? But, like, some of the most successful people, like, started I with, know. like, knowing nothing about business and, like... like you, you figure it out. Yeah. 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 So... Right, maybe. <laughs> that's the next thing. Yeah, next, next year. Thing, right? <laughs> Merch coming. Yeah. <laughs> coffee mugs with my face on it. <laughs> no, but that's, like... It's... And, and, you know, like, realizing, like, there's a growing evolution mm-hmm. with, like, whatever ideas you have and, like, just going for it step by step. Yeah. And I'm still, like, I'm still in it. Mm-hmm. You're <laughs> so, in the trenches. Yeah. And I think there, that there's a lot of beauty in that because it's not like, you know, this person who's like, oh, just listen to everything I did and you'll be successful. It's like, I'm figuring it out right now at the mm-hmm. same time as I'm, you're almost like you're, like, what what's that expression? Like, you're learning to fly the plane as you're putting the yeah. plane together. Yeah. Like, and that's, I think that's great. So, let's walk through this. So, you, you changed... From late, the ladies' guide to women's holistic wellness. I remember a conversation we had where you were like, "Does it matter if I change it?" And I'm like, "I really don't think it does." Like, did you? What made you finally be like, "It's okay to change the name?" Yeah, I guess because I wanted to be. I wanted it to be a practice, mm-hmm. right? That not only um, you know I offer virtual visits and in-person visits, and I just thought of like if people are going to search for a new mm-hmm. practitioner, or healthcare provider, like I just thought word wise like the title like ladies guide that might be like hard to find I don't know maybe it could have worked but I just was like women what are they going to be searching for if they want somebody that's holistic like kind of using those words it just felt like right in an alignment with me and I just decided to leave YouTube as it is um and that I mean it's kind of like the ladies guide like a tv yeah I love that I actually (laughs) that that, like kind of works and yeah I just changed my Instagram and that's the name of my practice so let's go back to basics so for people who are listening who really don't know anything about holistic wellness can you give just like a brief overview of what women's holistic wellness is in general and then what it means for your business yeah 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 so I find a lot of people don't know like holistic they think sometimes like oh so natural like don't believe in medicine at all which is so funny because in (laughs) in education we have something called a holistic rubric Ah, to grade uh where it's like you're looking at the whole Whole, thing exactly and people are like what does that mean and I'm like I kind of just know what it means for you know, if I'm grading an eighth grade essay, but so for wellness or for healthcare, what would it look like? Yeah. So it's looking at the entire person. So Mm -hmm. like everything I'm doing with women, I'm, even if they come for me for like one symptom, Mm -hmm. it's not just about that one symptom for me. It's looking at all aspects of their health, their body, their lifestyle, (laughs) their food, everything, um, past stressors, traumas, their family history, like really getting comprehensive because all of those things connect and impact each other and if we're only focusing on one 
like lane I kind of like describe it as it's like we're missing so many other pieces to the puzzle and usually then people aren't really getting the results they want or feeling better right like in our healthcare system it's like you see the specialist for this for that for that and no one's really talking to each other right and so then like you may feel a little bit better but you may feel like I don't know like I'm still struggling with this and I kind of zoom out where a lot of doctors and rightfully so certain specialists you want a surgeon if you mm-hmm. need surgery right, 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 but right. like they don't talk to each other and they're only look focusing on their one specific niche so like I work on zooming out and kind of addressing a little bit of everything of mm-hmm. like what's happening here and how can we make sure we're like addressing all parts of you and not Mm -hmm. just one part of you. So that's a holistic part. And then just promoting wellness. Like our healthcare system is so focused on helping diseases, like Mm -hmm. treating a disease. But like if we put more effort and investment into like making sure we stay well, that we're optimizing our health. Before the disease. Exactly. Yeah. So of course I kind of have a mix of patients right now who are dealing with things and they they Mm want to get back to wellness. Maybe they're not at a point where it's like a true disease state, which I find a lot of women are kind of in this in-between where like they Mm -hmm. feel awful, but they're told that their blood work is normal because those tests are really looking just if you have a disease Mm -hmm. or a disorder and not and anything in between is just like oh whatever like you're fine right like business as usual yeah and it's like uh no that's actually how diseases form because we ignore that right and then years later they have all these things and they're just like oh well this is just the cards that I was dealt or this is because I'm older kind of right or genetics yeah whatever right 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 so yeah that's okay that is I loved what you said about taking one path yeah and because as you were saying that I was visualizing like there are many different ways, like, okay, so there are many different ways for me to get to work every day. Mm-hmm. Like, I could take a bunch of different roads, and I always take the same exact one. That might not always be the easiest route for me to take. There might be a better way for me to go, and I don't know because I'm so used to going that way. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I feel like that was just, like, a perfect, mm-hmm. you know, like, it was just such a, a very clear visual in my mind of, like, I just pictured, like, my little car <laughs> driving, and it's like, hey, you know, I could actually turn left here and it might actually be a better drive or a more scenic route Mm -hmm. like maybe I would appreciate it a little bit more and maybe there'd be less traffic anyway the whole (laughs) point is is that like we are always like we we feel a symptom we treat a symptom Mm -hmm. we we have this problem we look for the answer oh there's no problem it was just in my head okay moving on and that's the one path and I feel like you're right we don't even as people we don't zoom out like yeah. I, I, I've always had, you know, when we have anxiety or when we have gut issues or, or anything that is, you know, not only physical, but also mental, like it's connected. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You never make that connection of like, okay, well I have really bad acid reflux and I've always been told, you know, don't eat, you know, tomato sauce or don't drink coffee or don't do this or that, but not like, where is it coming from? Right. It's stress. Right. So like we don't treat the stress. We treat the, you know, oh, you are uncomfortable. Don't eat this or take a Pepsi every day. Right. Yeah. We're treating the symptom, but we're not getting to the underlying root cause. Right. And I think people are afraid of that. I think, I think even myself included, it's very hard to address what, like, sometimes you know what the problem is. You're like, okay, yeah, it's stress, but what do I do? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where a lot of people get stuck of mm-hmm. like, well, okay, I'd rather just take this Pepsi every day 
than make a lifestyle change. Right. Because I think, and, and I was listening to an audiobook this morning, and it was pretty prevalent to what we're talking about now. So it's like, you know, we always talk about balance. Like, we need balance. And people are, and I, I myself included, I'm like, how? What does it look like? Give me something tangible. Because I don't know what it looks like when someone says, well, you just have to prioritize or you have to balance. So it's like, okay, if we want wellness or if we want to not have stress, you know, we have these, you can, you know, take a walk or you can meditate or Mm -hmm. you can work out or you can read a book. But that's, I think, very surface level. Like you need to do the the hard work Mm -hmm. in getting to what's actually causing you the stress, which is triggering or it's, you know, underlying trauma or it's, you know, uh, your lifestyle choices right. that you don't even realize. It could be confronting yeah. to like, you know, nobody sit with that. To, yeah, nobody yeah. wants to look in the mirror and go, oh, I might have a responsibility in this. Yeah. Even for me, full disclosure, like I am a ball of anxiety all the time. High strung. Before we even pressed record, I was going off <laughs> about work stuff. And you had to say to me, you need breathe yeah you need to breathe sometimes we forget to breathe but yeah. I want to like just go back to yeah. what you were saying about balance I was listening to a podcast a few weeks ago with Jenna Kutcher Do mm-hmm. you know? yeah, yeah love her and um she really brought up this great point about like the idea of balance is just kind of bs like you know if you're if you're trying to strive for that it's like you're gonna just be stressing yourself out so it's funny <laughs> I'm listening to an audiobook Gabrielle Union the, oh, okay um, yeah I, the title of this chapter was fuck balance yeah it's just like it doesn't exist right but what jenna said was like it's about presence Mm -hmm. like if whatever you're doing you can just be a little bit more present with it then that's that is your balance Mm -hmm. because you're gonna feel more grounded in that situation and not feel like all like over the place which Mm -hmm. because we're just like striving for this like balance and perfection that just like doesn't really exist and i think we get confused with balance and perfection yeah like we will only know true balance if you do all the meal prep and you your house is always clean and you have your to-do list is everything crossed out by the end of the day and and fill in the blank for whatever else mm-hmm. and it's like yet you're never going to feel balanced or feel satisfied with that because that's never ending no. so how do you flip the script and say okay instead of this balance and I'm using you know air quotes of sarcasm here like mm. instead of this balance that's never going to be attained being present right. in the trenches so to speak is actually sustainable and it's reach it's something that you can reach you can mm-hmm. hold in your hands like I don't know I don't know the answer but it's it's sobering because people are like, oh, if you just, you know, you just balance it, you know, just yeah. get, get yourself organized. And that's a thing. Color like, code everything. Yeah. <laughs> and bringing it back to just like, that's also creating my practice. I was very conscious of like, what is it that women, patients, people are like really not getting? Mm-hmm. And I think it's like the standard thing, right? You go in, you see your doctor, you tell them what's going on. Let's use indigestion, acid sure. reflux. Like, Okay, you want to eat these things? Oh, you're stressed. Don't stress so much. You know, go go for some walks. Send you out the door. And that's the end of it. Or write you a prescription. Right. And then you <laughs> hear the information. You may be like, yeah, he's right. Or she's right. You know, I, I, I'm stressing too much. But then you go on with your life and, you know, things don't really change. Right. And I was just finding, like, in my own practice, like, before I was on my own, like, just practicing in general, the the... The frustration for myself of, like, 
I want to help these people so much more and like I can't do that just like in a 15 minute rush visit you feel and send them out yeah as and, the patient and I'm sure as the provider oh, yeah. too like you want to be able to be like let's sit down and talk about mm-hmm. this but I have 12 people in the waiting room and on the other side of it as the patient you're like I've been waiting for 45 minutes you come in for six minutes oh yeah. you rush me through and now I feel like I can't tell you what I need mm-hmm. to tell you because I you can feel the tension of like you just want to get in and get out and sometimes they don't even look at you Mm -hmm. or even know who you are i've had so many doctors that now that everything is like on the computer like they're they're not even looking at me they're typing everything on their thing okay you know come back in six months and it's like uh for what yeah you didn't even tell me what the problem is Mm -hmm. so yeah i think that for both perspectives it's it's a no-win situation it's frustrating it is so for your practice I'm assuming, right, that you you wanted to that you didn't want that to be the experience. Yeah. Of course not. So what is the experience like? Uh, Walk me through it. It's the best experience because it's everything that I wish I would have had, but all my new patients, I just bumped it up actually. They get two hours with me. Beautiful. Two hours. And I know some people might be like, Oh my god, that's a lot. Like that might it seem like too flies much. By. Flies by. Um, and there's so much to cover. And again, we're looking at all aspects of their health Mm -hmm. and, you know, talking about anxiety and stressors and like actual ways to like start showing up for themselves is not going to happen in five minutes. It's not even going to happen over one visit, but it's starting that process and building a actual like partnership Mm -hmm. and trust. Like if think about a time, if you like saw somebody that you just were like, totally don't trust you, like did not click, like I'm never going to see you again. Mm-hmm. Like even maybe if they had something important to, to offer, it was like yeah. not going to happen. Right. So all my patients get two hour initial visit and then a 90 minute follow up going over whatever results testing wise, gotcha. they get a personalized protocol. That's at least like two pages going over like lifestyle recommendations, nutrition, like very specific nutrition based on their thing. Not like a generic, like, oh yeah, eat more fruits and vegetables. It's like, I'm getting into um, doing nutritional counseling during that first session and getting an idea of like, what foods are they eating? What their eating habits are like? Like, what foods do they like to eat? Like, I actually care to know that stuff because I'm not going to tell someone to eat more of something that they're like, right. not going to do. They're going to buy all of this fresh produce yeah. and watch it rot for a week. Right. right, and it's like, okay, like, what seems attainable to you? And yeah. even adding in health coaching in there too, which has been so fun to, like, go into because I feel like that so much is missing from it's actually making changes. Missing. And it's so different than, like, traditional healthcare. Be- because in traditional healthcare, you're told diet mm-hmm. and exercise not eat foods that make you feel good but that are also good for you and how and what does that look like you know for people who don't enjoy it like right you know I I always used to struggle with food because Mm -hmm. I am I'm like a lazy perfectionist like, I don't want to make the food, but I want to eat the food and the food be good. So yeah. where do you find this happy medium? Well, for me, it was just not eating until I was absolutely starving mm. and I was forced to make something. Mm-hmm. So going from that to, you know, I wouldn't just be like, okay, now all I do is eat green salads. Like, it's not sustainable. No. So I do, you know, like the protein smoothie in the morning that we both mm-hmm. are obsessed with. And then... Foods that, you know, make you feel good. Like, I, I'm i very much over 
eating something and then feeling like absolute garbage oh, after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if it's enjoyable. Like mm-hmm. every now and then, of course, like you want to indulge and enjoy your life. And I think that's a part of wellness too. Yes. Like it doesn't have to be a sad salad no, oh my every gosh. day. It doesn't have to be, you know, you're not just like eating a raw cucumber for the rest of your life. Yeah. And I think that's what people are afraid of. Yes. Like they th- when they hear you know, lifestyle change. I think these, like, red lights <laughs> go flashing and they're like, no fun ever, yeah. never again. Or you're getting out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you're not feeling good in your body, for some people, it feels more comfortable and good to stay in the discomfort. Yep. To stay stuck. To stay stuck yeah. and, like, not feeling good than actually doing something. So you definitely have to be at, like, a point Unfortunately, I think it takes people like getting pretty bad mm-hmm. or frustrated or have a bad experience and mm-hmm. finally like have a click of like, oh, like, okay, I need to like show up right. for myself better. Well, and I also think that there's so much information and so much misinformation mm-hmm. regarding food and wellness because you can go, you know, you can go on Instagram or go to Whole Foods or whatever and it's like, keto this and low fat that and vegan this and non right pe- right and all these things and you're yeah. like what I, do what do i eat do yeah. i eat cardboard do i eat you know like should i just say screw it and eat the pasta like i don't think and i think for myself included like i know what's good for me i know what i like but i think there's also this like gray area of i don't even know what foods make me feel good mm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like for an example, before you came, we had tacos for dinner. Very easy weeknight meal, you know, whatever. And I love them. And I feel fine. But I'm just like, do I do I feel fine? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if we don't even know how to identify mm-hmm. if we don't feel good mm-hmm. after we have something. If we're not feeling well. Yeah, if we're already I mean? in that state, you're, right. you're absolutely right. And sometimes that's why it takes, like, removing certain foods. And again, it's so personalized. Mm-hmm. So nothing, like... Somebody might do great on gluten-free. Mm-hmm. Somebody might do great dairy-free. Other people might not at all. And it's not a one-size-fits. No, But no. I think people think it is. Yeah. And oh, like, yeah. And I, I mean, I was one of those people, you know, when it came to the acid reflux, the advice from my provider was <laughs> eliminate gluten, dairy. Uh, it was gluten, dairy, chocolate, coffee, and alcohol all at the same time and I was like okay now what yeah and I think that's what is very jarring for people so when so getting back to your practice or getting back to maybe even just like your like you know your philosophy yeah if, if that if that makes sense like when you're zooming out and it is personalized have you noticed that people feel more successful as opposed to like I have these issues and I don't really know why and I never really get answers and after speaking with you what's the feedback that you're receiving yeah from from, um, patients oh it's so funny you say that because I just actually got all this feedback I send feedback forms to each Mm -hmm. of my patients afterwards because I'm new. I mean, I think it's always good to do it. Yeah, always. To just know, like... A little audit. Yeah, Yeah. and it was so beautiful because I, like, read through them, and none of these women know each other, but they all were saying very similar things of, like, I finally felt seen and heard, and somebody believed what I had to say, and they actually cared. I felt like I was talking to a friend who, like, also happens to be a healthcare provider and, like, has all this information. And 
it like made me teary eyed because it's like that is literally was my intention and and like mission to do this Mm -hmm. so to like see it echoing back to me like totally not like you know they just said this to me on their own it was like really like so I'm gonna ask you again (laughs) the same question that I asked you before are you proud of yourself (laughs) like listen to that that's amazing Oh, I, I am. And I say that with hesitancy because I think I'm just still not used to like saying I'm proud of myself, you know, who walks around like, I'm amazing. (laughs) Although we should, because probably our three-year-old selves would totally be like, I am amazing. And also if we said to our past selves, like, look what we're doing, they would be like, that's pretty cool. So with this hesitancy that you have, I think it's important to also shed light on what it has been like to start a business from nothing. Yeah. Um, and I mean that relatively, like you've, you've built this up. So let's like take a peek behind the curtain, if you don't mind, like what has the experience been like for you from that day one of I'm doing this? What does it look like? And kind of how are you managing, you know, the, the ins and outs of running a business and also what, what goes on, you know, internally as well. Yeah. Well, as you were saying that, all I could think of is like a constant up and down. Like mm-hmm. I'm on a roller coaster because like from the beginning it was like, okay, like I had the steps of what I need to do, need to get an LLC, need to get certain logistics in place of like starting my own practice as a nurse practitioner. And there were days where I just felt like nothing's happening. Like this isn't going to happen. Like just kind of going into panic mode. And then other days like, okay, everything's flowing really well. Like, okay, we're doing this. And finally getting um, that LLC set and like changing my name and like putting the website that I have for the patient portal together, like then it started feeling more real. And since then, it's just still been a constant up and down, tons of moments of imposter syndrome of like, who's going to book with me? Who am I? Like, what am I doing? Um, I also have to say, um, I did hire a business coach that I'm like doing a a business coaching program program um, for like feminist entrepreneurs and I can't ignore that piece because I think that's been huge in my success of staying focused and mm-hmm. not letting my mind drama like completely take over my my brain yeah. so shout out to six figs because they are great and and just having that community and it took me also this is a moment of like really investing myself in a way that I normally would have never done before. Mm -hmm. And just like as a message to like all women, because I think there's this idea of like guilt and like, you know, scared and fear of like investing in yourself in anything, whatever that is for you. And it's like how much magic can come out of that. Like if you just have a little bit of belief in yourself and with the right people, like it really is huge. And like we don't bat an eye about investing in like, college and a house and you know like the standard societal things and I think we're entering like a new era for like our generation of like getting a little bit more outside of like the societal norms of where Uh we can like really grow and like yes it feels scary as hell but like getting past that of has been has been a lot I think there's also so much to be said about like it's okay to be uncomfortable Yes. Like I do, yes. a, I actually do a lot of work with this in therapy, to be honest with you, because I, I'm such a fixer, like in my mind, like, oh, I don't like the way that I don't, I don't, I feel anxious or I don't feel good about that. Fix it. Fix it. How do I fix it? How do I get past it? Mm-hmm. And a, a lot of the work in therapy is like, you can 
feel anxious and just sit with it. Mm -hmm. You can feel uncomfortable and sit with it. You can feel angry and sit with it. So I, I, I like that idea of like, you know, as women, and I think, and I'm obviously speaking generally, but like, especially with women, like we, we are fixers. We don't want to make waves. We don't feel like we have the right to stand in our strength Mm -hmm. because, you know, again, generally speaking, what has been modeled for us is not that. So, 100%. So I was even thinking about it in a in a lesser sense this morning of like, okay, I have to make an appointment for my dog to get a haircut. I have to call the insurance company for this. I have to make sure I take something out for dinner. I'm driving to work and I'm like, okay, I have to make sure that I do this when I get to work and call this, you know, p- parent of one of my students back and do it and all of these <laughs> things and it's like I I can't manage all of this. And that's when I have to like tag team my husband and be like, listen, you need to do, here's my to-do list for the day. And it's exactly what I did. I Mm -hmm. sent a picture of my to-do list and said, here's my to-do list for the day. What are you taking off of it? Like, it's okay to do that. As women, we don't, we, I think we feel like we have to do it all. And we can't ask other people for help. We can't admit when we're, we're like falling short or we need somebody to help pick up our slack or even in a business sense, like, oh, I can do this all on my own or, or I can't do this at all. And mm-hmm. if I if I do do it, I can't make it seem like it's challenging. I have to make it seem like I'm killing it. Like, yeah. we're not allowed to just be. Yeah. And we're not allowed to sit in the, in the discomfort from our own doing. Mm-hmm. And I think from a, a societal point of view as well. So, you know, there's so much to unpack with that. But I think that on the surface level... It's very interesting because I wouldn't think twice about investing in something for a, a family, like my family. I wouldn't think uh, I wouldn't think twice about, you know, doing something that would be in the best interest of other people. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. If if somebody if you know, if I don't even I don't even have a good example, but like if it was about anybody other than me, you'd be like, "Oh my god, that's that's great." And but because it's me, it's like, you don't need to do that. You, it's okay. You're good. You, you want to do a podcast? Just make sure it's a fun little hobby. Don't make it into a business. You, you want to help women? You know, your YouTube channel is enough, right? But being able to be like, mm, not, it's, it's not enough anymore. Yeah. And, and that's for okay. Me, yeah. And it's okay to grow. Right. And it's okay to like, you know, everybody has a starting point. Yeah. So it's like. And some people might be truly happy. Like, it's ultimately what makes you feel happy. Exactly. But I think about last year, and, like, I def- I was playing small. Like, yes, mm-hmm. I was, like, starting to venture out. It was, like, brand new territory for me to be doing, just showing up and, like, mm-hmm. putting myself out there. But, like, when I realized, like, there was so much more that I wanted to do, and I was just holding back because in my mind it was, like, who am I to start a business? I'm in healthcare. I was a nurse. I'm a nurse practitioner. I don't know anything about a business. How do you do that? Do I need to hire people? Do I mm-hmm. need do I need a place? And like all of these things that like are going through my mind as like objection, objection, objection of like how this is not going to happen, you know? Right. So how are you feeling with it now? I'm feeling better. Um, 
I keep reminding myself that what I'm doing is working. It's one of the things in our coaching program that we're like constantly like it's working. What Mm -hmm. we're doing is working. Mm -hmm. Having people reach out to me, each patient that I have that reaches out to me, I just want to continue to like express gratitude, like just to myself, like, yes, it's working. This is happening. It's not going to happen overnight of whatever I think it needs to be in order for me to like be super successful and like just recognizing like I'm doing I'm doing it like I'm doing it right now and there's value in that yeah it's it's still there's definitely I'm I'm in a good week this week that's great feeling (laughs) we scheduled this well well I mean it's so funny that you say that and I don't want to bring it back to to the podcast but it's like right before we hit record I was like I don't I, I think my last episode was a month ago. And yes, there was the concussion and all of that stuff, which obviously it's better now, but it's like, you know, you get these little like bursts of this is great and I'm doing it and this is awesome. And then the days of imposter syndrome or the days of those, the insight of like, what am I doing? Why, yeah. why am I doing this? What does it matter? So how do you... And I don't want to use the word balance because we just say how much we hate that word. But, like, how do you manage to have both? Have both instances of the, this is working, this is great, and also combat the... The negative? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see. I'm trying to think of, like, when last week I was, like, really in my head about things. Um... Just, like, noticing that I get in my own head, like, like, I'm, I'll make up something that I need, I need external validation. Mm-hmm. Like, I've noticed that one big thing that I'm, I'm working on massively is, like, not needing external validation and giving myself the own validation. Mm-hmm. That's tough. It's, it's hard. It's a practice. Well, and our whole lives. Like, yes. Great job. Yes. Good job. <laughs> so it's, like, noticing that if I'm not getting, like... A lot of people reaching out to me one week, which is actually last week. No one reached out to schedule. Or two weeks ago, no one reached out. And it, like, got me. Even though I had patience. And it's, mm-hmm. like, focus on the people that are right in front of me that I'm caring for that are, like, totally in it. Mm-hmm. And not worry so much about, like, who hasn't found me yet. Or who hasn't decided to work with me yet. And then I signed on two people today. And it's, like, now... And obviously, that's probably why I'm, like, a little... Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But, like, it's literally, like, a roller coaster. And that's a part of business, I think. No matter yeah. what kind of business you're doing, when it's a small business and you're, like, just starting, rec- accepting the fact that that's just how it's going to be. And it doesn't mm-hmm. mean anything has gone wrong when, like, you have the lows. Mm-hmm. It's just a part of it. And, yeah. like, just so I'm trying to remember that. Like, it's just a part of it. Like, there's going to be it, slower it times. Yeah. yeah. And, like, it's okay if I'm not, like, totally motivated 24-7 and things aren't perfect 24-7 and people aren't that's, booking with me every that's day. That's not life. Like, that's not, exactly. Yeah, that's not reality. Right, like for anything. For anything. Yeah, yeah. not even business, just anything. If anything. I was happy all the time, you'd be like, what's wrong with Right, emotion, and right? it's like, you know, you need the dark, you need the, mm-hmm. the down to really appreciate the positive. So it's like... 100%. I also think that... Um, oh, I just lost my train of thought, but you had said something that was, that was so... Um, interesting and it was oh that you know you didn't sign anybody on or you signed on two people and nobody you know nobody's watching or whatever that you know Mm -hmm. I saw this thing um I'm pretty sure it was on Instagram but it was like you feel 
inadequate because only 30 people like yes. your post or, <laughs> or, you know, watch your reel or whatever it is. But if 30 people walked into the room right now to see what you were doing, it would be overwhelming. So yeah. it's like you, and this is what you said, like you, you can, you have to have value or you have to place value in the people that you're already serving. Like mm-hmm. for me, you know, however many followers are on in short supply, like that can get to me. Of course, you know, I would be lying if it didn't. And that's also my own doing of, of playing small and which is a whole other conversation. But, <laughs> you know, with that being said, if I can't do this well for the people that are already here, what's the point? Mm-hmm. You know, of course you want us to make strides and you want to, you want to be successful and grow and, and... But, like, what is successful? Right. I think that we, we marry success with numbers. Yeah. In whether our, that's in monetary, our society, yeah. monetary, whether it's number of followers, viewers, subscribers... It's maddening. It is. And, you know, again, it doesn't set you up for success because that it becomes like an obsession. And I, that's why I've, again, with the playing small, like you have to do what you need to do for yourself first before you're going to serve anybody else. So it's like I used to get so crazy about like, okay, it's Sunday, I have to record an episode, and I gotta do this, and if I didn't do it, I felt like a failure. Whereas somebody actually that I was working with said, you know, you can just do it whenever you want, right? Mm -hmm. Like, there's no rule that says when you have to put out an episode. And that was kind of freeing, because it came from someone else. Mm. But it's like, why couldn't that just come from me? Yeah. So for your, your business now, how do you feel as far as your lifestyle do you feel that there's been a shift in in how you take care of yourself? So I, you've always been fantastic about taking care of yourself as far as, you know, you, it's a, it's a big part of who you are. Wellness is a big yeah. part of who you are. How has that helped or hurt, I guess, for your own lifestyle as you started your business? So to be totally honest, it's been pretty bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's getting better. September was horrible for mm-hmm. my own like self-care, wellness. My health was crap. Um, and it was my own doing. Um, just the irony because like literally that is everything I'm so passionate about and a lot of what goes into the work that I do with my patients, no matter where they are in their health spectrum, that piece is like so important and I want to hold them accountable. And then here I am working till 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, weekends. Now, granted, I've I have been, like, lit on fire mm-hmm. to do this. So it's, like, a great confirmation of, like, I'm totally doing what I want to do. Yeah. Like, Anton would be like, you haven't been eaten. Mm-hmm. Like, you've been up in the room for, like, five hours straight mm-hmm. because I'm kind of playing all these parts, too, mm-hmm. right? I'm the practitioner. I'm a business owner. I'm creating all my newsletters. I'm creating my content. I'm creating the protocols for my patients. I'm following up with patients. They all have access to me through a messaging portal. Like what you were saying before, like going, if you're like in the grocery store, don't know what to get for yourself. They can like literally in my Mm -hmm. VIP program, they can call me up, message me like, I need, you know, what, what do you, what, which product should I get? Whatever. So Mm -hmm. it's like, I am playing so many roles though that, and 
totally like had, I was not setting a single boundary because I had just opened in August. September, we were going away, which is not the best timing, but I wanted to not feel like I missed a beat with mm-hmm. with my business before going away. So I like crammed in so much in a short period of time. And I mean, it was kind of scary how I was physically feeling it like on a level that I probably haven't felt in like close to 10 years before I was even like aware of like my health stuff. Right. So it was like I saw it happening and I was like, oh God, this isn't good. But like feeling a little like, I don't know, I don't know how to stop. And Mm -hmm. since I've really had a check of like, listen, I created this business so that I can create my life the way I would like it to be and to feel good. Mm -hmm. And so I was kind of in the rat race that we get our, we find ourselves in, right? Like the same rat race that I've been frustrated with in traditional healthcare. (laughs) It's like, I was still playing in that in my own business because it's like, I need to do this. I need to do that. And it's like, no, that's the default setting. Exactly. And it's like recognizing, like, let's reel it back. This is exactly what I wanted to get away from. So Mm -hmm. why would I be creating this again in my own business? And I was feeling very self-conscious of like, am I showing up for my patients good? Because I was feeling very like, yeah. you know, and you know, granted, they all gave me great feedback, <laughs> but I'm like, I, I could recognize that I wasn't showing up as my best self. Right. So I've since been better. I'm really trying to be good by like 6 p.m. of like, no more mm-hmm. giving myself the weekends, so like mm-hmm. only if my VIP clients need me. But, like, trying to set better boundaries with that and getting better with my scheduling of, like, really being mindful of, like, I I could definitely, like, have tendencies to multitask up the wazoo okay. where I am, like, doing a little creative stuff, doing patient stuff, doing admin stuff, doing it all. Like, I have t- 50 tabs open and it's, like, <laughs> it's, like... Right. So now what I've been trying to do is like designate like this day is my creative day. Yeah. This day is my patient day where I send them all the protocols. And it's like it's helping me a lot to just stay more like I am doing enough. Because it was a fear of like I'm not doing enough that I had to do everything. Right. And But also, you know, I can even challenge you to think about it this way. If you do 12 things at once, not one of those things is going to be done fully with all of your attention. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be done well. Yeah. Whereas if you do one thing, 100%, you can at least be like, I did that. It's yeah. good. Because that's, I, I feel the same way at work. I'm like, I have to make copies of this. Oh, and I also have to, you know, whatever. And oh, the podcast. I'm like, oh. And I'm like, okay, forget it. Like, and then your yeah. brain is mush. Oh, yeah. No, by and you're like overwhelmed and yeah. you're like, oh my God, this so is now, too much. And I, you know, this is more of a personal question, but how was your vacation? <laughs> did you have, because I'm asking obviously because I want to know. But also, there's a follow-up question, so go yes. ahead. Did you have a great time? It was good. It was, I did have a good time. I think... You were in Hawaii. I was in Hawaii. I was, though, very conscious of, like, staying on top of things That's, for my business. That was my next question. <laughs> like, I, I, what I actually did, so we had a 10-hour flight. So on my flight, I try to burst out content, mm-hmm. like all these posts that I, I write in my notes pad that mm-hmm. I usually think of like patient scenarios or things mm-hmm. they've told me to like inspire me or things I've gone through, whatever I'm like finding is like const coming up and just yeah. writing about that. So that helped because I banged out a lot of it on the plane. So I was like feeling really good. Like, okay, I'm going to get all this done. I'm going to make some posts when I get there on my computer. But I found myself a little bit consumed and then 
And then with the time difference, like, I had people reaching out to me and just feeling like, oh, God, am I getting back in time? And then I found it like, okay, I don't want to come back from this trip and be like, I need another trip. Yeah. Like, I worked the whole time. Yeah. And it's like, I needed... So, I was able to disconnect. Like, it took me a little bit. It Again, it was... The timing was a little off because I just open so I just felt like I don't want to open and then just yeah. disappear so right. my patients didn't even know I was gone like oh, yeah. I didn't even say to them that I was I, I mentioned to a few like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna be traveling so I won't like be able to directly like yeah, respond yeah, yeah. right away kind of thing but right. I didn't really want to say much more than that so well yeah <laughs> well that was that was the whole thing like do you feel that you almost like learned a lesson oh yeah yeah because you don't you know I think we we talk so much about boundaries and maintaining them and establishing them and and what does that look like and really like having it be this like non-negotiable and then we're like but just this once and it, and it's it's a it's a slippery slope. So and I think that I think, you know, obviously this is an outside perspective, but you you seem to be handling it very well. I think that it doesn't feel that way, or it might not feel that way, but, and I don't want to project, but it's like, you opened a business within a year of doing a YouTube video, so let's like put that into perspective, and then you, you opened a business, you found a, a location, you, you got the LLC, you, you're doing everything, you just said you're wearing all these different hats, you're, you are a business, and you threw in a vacation, and you made it all work. So it's like... You make and, it sound and, good. <laughs> and, and you also bought, gutted, and renovated a home. So it's like, I think you need to... You know, we always talk about giving people their flowers while they're still here. And it's like, you deserve the whole, the whole floral arrangement from, like, a wedding. You know what I mean? Oh. When you put it that way, it sounds like if it was somebody else, you'd be like, oh my God. Exactly. But yeah, you're right. You're right. I know. I mean, listen, (laughs) I'm not right about much, but that I can, like, I understand 100% that, like, feeling the need to, like, put your head down, do the work, regardless of what's going on around you, because it's just you. Yeah. And, and trust me, like, you, we're on a program that I barely know how to work that, you know, for, for the podcast. And it's like. There's no team. It's you. Yeah. It's me. It's whoever else is running their small business. It's just that person. And it becomes personal. Like, if you don't do XYZ for your business, it's a reflection of you. So, and I, I mean, I'm not saying that's the truth. I'm saying that's how we feel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like, yes, I can acknowledge that. You can acknowledge that. But also, zoom out a little bit. Like you had mentioned yeah. before, right? There's still all of this stuff going on. It's only you and you have to do everything, but it doesn't have to be done now. Right. Like you bought a house and you gutted a house and you renovated a house. You started your own business. You found a location. You know, all the things that I mentioned. And it's like, if you put all of that on paper, if someone said to you, what was your year like? And you wrote it all down and you handed it to them. They, what would their reaction be? Right? Like, wow, that's a lot. So it's like, you can acknowledge that that was a lot. (laughs) It's okay. We don't, you know, I think we feel like we can't, we can't show any sort of, I don't want to use the word weakness because that's negative, but like vulnerability. Vulnerability, We yeah. can't show any vulnerability. We have to fake it all the time and that's supposed to be authentic. 
Mm-hmm. That's why I don't care about how candid I get, whether it's on a post or on an episode or in an episode, because it's like, who am I kidding? Or, like, what value am I bringing if I'm like, today was perfect. Yeah, no. Tomorrow will be perfect. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, you're doing it. Thank you. And it's working. Like, you know, like you said before, (laughs) it's fantastic. So, if you don't mind, I want to, I I wrote myself some notes so I didn't forget. Can we take a minute to discuss what you offer Mm -hmm. for people? So, if they're interested, they can kind of get a breakdown of, and to whatever you're comfortable disclosing, of course, there's stuff that you might want to talk about, you know, when you have a consultation with someone, but just like the spark notes of, or your elevator pitch. So <laughs> I hate when people say that. Do you know that's one of my biggest pet peeves? When someone's like, what's your elevator pitch? <laughs> Nothing. I want to get off the elevator. I don't want to talk to you on the elevator. I know. Elevator pitch makes me anxious. Yeah, but I don't like that. So let's, like... okay, let's talk about like <laughs> okay. our leisurely walk through the park yeah. thing. So... Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, everyone always has the option to schedule a free clarity call where we just make sure like if they see what what I'm doing and they're just kind of thinking like, okay, this might be something I want to do to really just get a sense of like what their concerns are, what are their goals and making sure I could truly help them because I don't want to take anybody on if I can't help them. It's just not, not good for me or them. So that anyone can do. And then I have my enhanced annual package. So that's two visits, kind of what I was mentioning before, um, where they get two hours with me, initial uh, consultation, we go over everything, you know, I offer functional medicine. So that's very different than conventional medicine that as we've been talking, like just focuses on like treating the symptoms and kind of that's it. If there's no actual disease state, functional medicine is all about getting to the root cause of what's going on and making sure like all labs are optimal levels and not just like normal, which a lot of normal values are very like very old. They have not been like re-looked at on like what people actually need and where they actually thrive and feel their best. Um, so I just want to make a point like it's it's a I concierge practice that I'm offering for people that, you know, they're getting access to me. It's me. There's no call center. Like there's a lot. I mean, basically anything that you've had in conventional medicine, it's going to be like a 360. So Mm. it's, it's very different. People may not be used to. So yeah, the annual package, they're getting two visits, the two hour and then the 90 minute follow up. And that, you know, could be done virtually. That could be done in Asbury Park. I see um, patients out of C and Spine Chiropractic Office. They're great that they've allowed me to use their space once a week. And um, I can also do in-home concierge visits. So I've done quite a few of them. My moms really love that because they don't have to worry about bringing their kids or worrying about, you know, who's going to care for them. And it's great. I mean, I feel like on the surface for some people it might seem weird, like, oh, I don't know, but... It's super comfy. We sit and talk for like an hour and a half. And then at the end, if they need an exam, we'll do an exam in a private you know, room. And But, you know, may not be necessary. But those are, that is the three different ways to work with me for the annual package. And then my VIP package program, that's 12 months. Everything I just said, but like enhanced times 10 because we're meeting every month. You're getting health coaching, nutritional counseling, just ongoing support through everything. Um, You get functional medicine tests, which they can add up. So, you know, with my annual package, 
we can absolutely do it, but it's going to be extra versus if they're in the VIP, they're getting a lot of different functional testing included in the process. Um, and then, yeah, just like having that ongoing accountability support, making sure we're like tweaking things, ordering other tests as we go, make sure the progress is good and everything. And so, yeah, for, for anyone who is struggling with like multiple symptoms and they just feel kind of lost of like bouncing from provider to provider, the VIP program is a perfect fit. And that's, that's who, you know, the, the women that have joined have been in that realm of like super frustrated and not really feeling heard and just knowing that they want to work with somebody who's really looking after like their entire self and they're, you know, it's, you have to be ready to commit to change for yourself and like we were saying like mm -hmm. that could be scary but having that ongoing support for 12 months is like ensuring that there will absolutely be change mm -hmm. that that's going to happen and it can't happen in one or two visits we can get a game plan like so you know some people they kind of want to get a taste of like what to do and you know, if anyone books the, the annual package, they can use that towards the VIP program. So it's kind of like they're getting a taste of what's happening and what I provide. Um, so that's helpful for people too, because I get it. Like you want to make sure you're trusting the person you're working with. So yeah, totally get that. So yeah, those are, those are the ways to work with me. I'm not like a traditional practice where you can just like schedule an appointment, like be seen really quickly. It is, it is a different experience. Yeah. But I think all of what you said, if anybody's listening, they're like, oh, who wouldn't want that? <laughs> who wouldn't want the actual care and attention that we should all be receiving? And I think that is, it's almost, it's, it's like kind of sad because it's like, okay, you know, wh what, what has happened that, you know, we've become so like, go, 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 where it's like, to sit and talk with somebody about your health for an hour and a half seems like a gift. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. wow. And, you know, especially for people who, like you said, have multiple symptoms or they're, they're really not sure where to even start. They've gone from, from this person to this specialist to this doctor to this referral to... And there's so much, like, red tape associated with it where it's like, it doesn't have to be that complicated. No. And that seems like a breath of fresh air. <laughs> yeah, I mean, working, as, I mean, I love all my patients, but I'm so excited for my VIPs because I feel like a uh, weight is lifted off of me too of like, okay, I can totally get them to where they want to be mm -hmm. in 12 months. Like, and that's why I specifically made it that way because yeah. I want to make sure that they are actually getting the results that I know they can get. And it's not realistic that it can happen in like, a short period of time. And I think that's a hard pill for people to swallow too, because it's, again, we're in this age of like Amazon Instant. Prime, right? Yeah. Like I want it and I'm going to get it tomorrow. Yeah. Um, Two days. What is that? Yeah. Well, even like, oh my God, you would have sometimes, you know, we'll order something or whatever. And it's like, it's coming in, in four days. I'm like, how dare you? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's like, uh, because this is life. So a lot of people, we, we've gotten very, accustomed to Instant. instantaneous mm -hmm. and that I think is the hardest piece of this is like no matter what your your health journey or your wellness journey looks like it's time and mm -hmm. it's commitment mm -hmm. and it's patience and we were talking earlier before we hit record about 
what does it really mean to practice patience? Yeah. And I think in all aspects of wellness, whether it's like patience with yourself and your health and, and what that looks like, or even in life, like life stressors or things that you can't control, um, that's, that's hard for people. And I think that that VIP program is absolutely a a practice in patience. Yeah. Because you're like, okay, I have 12 months and, and I think you'll, when you see, or when your, your patients start to see or feel the, you know, the, the benefits or the, you know, the outcomes, it's like, okay, look, patience is working. Yeah. Because anything that, if you're, if, if something was promoted that said, you know, women's wellness in four days like oh yeah <laughs> that's what you know uh, what chemicals are you put put like you know pumping into my body right like we all you have the tools that are going to help people and it's like okay but we need to be willing to put together the you know with you know whatever we're building like you yeah. have the tools but if we're building exactly. the cat with the house yeah so we have to learn you know yeah. it's it, it's, it's yeah. definitely it, it's interesting and I think that it's great thank you yeah, yeah. I and, think it's great and that's what we work on too like what is holding you back what is the struggle here of do you, how to show up better for yourself do you feel and this is obviously you know very generally speaking do you feel that a lot of your patients they're, what is holding them back is themselves. Yeah. Because I I was, even when you were talking about, um, you know, what you were offering and things like that, I'm thinking to myself, like, I feel like a lot of, a portion of the issues would even just be, like, being so unhappy with how you're feeling. And mm-hmm. then that can transition into, like, how you look, like, body image stuff that we've talked about so often. But it's like, I can imagine that that is a huge piece of the puzzle of like, I don't feel great. I don't know what to do. I, whatever. And it's like, I think a lot of that is, is our own perception of ourselves and our Mm -hmm. our health and our bodies, Mm -hmm. like physically. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that that's the case? Yeah. Yeah. That's sad. Mm -hmm. I mean, preaching to the choir, but that's really sad because I, I see, you know, I, I, I say to myself a lot, you can't hate yourself into, like, how you want to be. Like, you you just can't. No. And I think when people hit this rock bottom or they're not sure where to turn, you get angry with your body. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, well, what am I doing wrong? Like, you're supposed to take care of me. I'm supposed to take care of you. We're together. And, you know, when you're, when you're not, you know, meshing, it's yeah. like, well, then there's anger. Yep. So I'm, pr- I'm sure that's very hard to reconcile yeah. for, for people. And I, I actually just had somebody this week. Um, she had seen somebody else and another, like, naturopath kind of mm-hmm. deal. And that's a whole, like, you know, not all functional medicine or holistic providers are all the same. They yeah. have very different approaches. And um, this experience for her was kind of kind of made her feel like there was so much wrong with her body mm-hmm. like all these things are wrong like this test showed this is wrong and this is wrong and this is wrong and I try to be very conscious of how I'm presenting these results to people and when I explain it to people because I don't want that kind of energy mm-hmm. of like oh my, my body is failing me you are bad yeah right because that just doesn't that creates feelings of frustration yeah and like discouragement and just like no you're not going to feel motivated to 
really work understanding that I really firmly believe our bodies have the ability to heal 100% mm-hmm. and it's about giving it the right environment internal environment mm-hmm. their gut health their immune system their adrenal system their stress response and also their external environment and it's not going to happen overnight but working piece by piece you know I kind of assess with each patient like where do they need the most support for some it's stress for some it's like complete lack of self-care so that's where we're going to focus on might not even be about the healthy food. We might mm-hmm. not even be able to get there yet because they're at a point where it's they just, even, yeah. yeah, you know, like I, I meet them where they are and that's what I find sometimes is lacking mm-hmm. of like, you know, when you were talking about the gastroenterologist telling you not to drink coffee, I'm thinking like, does he know Daniela? <laughs> like, like I, I ask my, my yeah. people like, wh- how much coffee do you drink? If they drink four cups, I'm not going to tell them, just stop. Yeah. You know, that's not realistic, sustainable, attainable. It's very overwhelming when you're brand new to, like, working on things. And you're given a list of all these things. So, like, I actually will work, like, be like, what sounds good for you right right now? Well, that's also, that's refreshing. Because, I mean, for those of you that don't don't know me, you know, in that way, (laughs) coffee is, like, my love language. And I would, and I have cut back. Like, I... It's one cup now. Mm-hmm. What I can do that. One cup. I'm drinking tea right now. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's things that are doable. And, yeah. And that should still make you feel good. And also, when they do make you feel good, motivate you to keep going. Mm-hmm. Because if, mm-hmm. if someone says to you, this is what's wrong, don't eat this, 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 or this, you're going to be like, okay, overwhelmed, number one. You won't do it for a little while, but then you're going to go off the deep end and yep. be like, well, fuck it. I'm going to have you know, a pound of pasta with tomato sauce and coffee and wine. And, and, and <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? I already feel bad. Yep. What's, What's the What's the point? Yeah, the why, why should I just I so, stop? <laughs> I think that that's meeting, what you said, meeting people where they are and finding out what's actually going to work for them mm-hmm. is, once again, a gift. Because people have never experienced that before. Oh, you have acid reflux? Well, it's your fault because all you do is eat acidic food. Stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, can you explain to me what I can eat? No, just don't eat acidic food. Like, yeah, it's it's not, <laughs> you're not actually helping. No. And I'm not saying that there isn't a time and a place for a specialist. There isn't a time and a place for, you know, like you said, if you need surgery, you go to a surgeon. There, There's value in all types of health care, but I think when it comes to wellness yeah and a lot of and also like just the symptoms that most people are dealing with on a day-to-day is gut issues Mm -hmm. indigestion headaches feeling tired feeling like you can't lose weight all these things are not dangerous they're not like life-threatening and our healthcare system is really set up to make sure people aren't dying mm-hmm. to the best of their ability. And so if you're not fitting that criteria, it's just like you're, you're kind of, yeah, you're, you're kind of floating in this like, okay, but, I don't really feel great, but I guess I'm fine. But also with that being said, headaches, feeling tired, not being able to lose weight, um, you know, all the things that you mentioned – that's like one plus one plus one plus yes. one plus one plus one will eventually equal a million. You yes. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like all of these little, and I'm using that term loosely, but all these little things can then become the big thing. Right. Where it's like, okay, yeah, I on paper I'm healthy. On paper everything's normal. But then why am I not sleeping at night? Or why am I not feeling energized at all throughout the day no matter what I do? Why am I, mm-hmm. and then fill in the blank for whatever, you know, whatever works for, for you. But it's like. 
you're not supposed to just be like surviving. Exactly. You're supposed yep. to feel you're not supposed to feel sluggish or in pain or whatever. Even as something as simple as and I we've talked about this so much, but like even just like debilitating period pain. Yes. That's not supposed to happen. No, and I can't tell you how many women that like they're just like, yeah, that's just what I yeah. have to deal with. And well, it's like, no. And, and you know what? And what was the solution? Go on birth control. Yes. When I was 16. Yeah, Go on me birth too. control. And then, and we've talked about this in the previous mm-hmm. episode. And now, you know, with like the IUD and things like that, you know, that, that has become the new, you know, oh, it's great. It's, you know, low, no maintenance really, yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. But then what happens when it gets taken out? Now you haven't been on the pill for X amount of years. You have, you've had this in you for X amount of years and now what do you what do? What are your hormones like? Right. How you are you no, going to feel? You have no idea. Yeah. So it's like it's the band-aid over the bullet hole. Yes. And and listen like there, if it's if you're preventing pregnancy if you are you know whatever the criteria is for you yeah fine good but that's not always going to be the case. Right. So then what? You know yeah. like yep. I'm even afraid for me. I've been on some level of birth control since I was 16. Mm-hmm. I am not 16 anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's like, huh. And most people yeah. are in your shoes. Right. Like, pretty you don't much even know what your body women, feels like. Yeah. I, I, I have a wider age range for sure, but my late 20s, 30s, they've been on some form of birth control for 10 plus years, mm-hmm. are ready to stop, maybe thinking of starting a family, maybe just want to give themselves a break from hormones, want to see how they feel, and their hormones can go haywire. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's there's a lot of adjustments and support that needs to happen. It's totally like, I don't want to paint this like nightmare that it's going to happen to everyone <laughs> this way, but like I do work with a lot of women that are in that exact situation. Yeah. To, like, smooth things out, get the body ready if they're, they want to get pregnant. Like, that's a whole other piece of, of what I love to do, just, like, optimizing fertility. But, yeah, like, I'm just so done with Band-Aid solutions. Yeah. It's not... We're doing a disservice to people. I agree. And I think that even from, from my perspective of who I've really only... My only exposure to any of this is through you and it's just at the advantage that you've been my friend for so long but um or how many times I've had to call you in the middle of the night like <laughs> help I have I need a prescription um which it's uh, I just it's just so funny um but even that like okay I don't want to get into it but even like chronic UTIs that's not normal yeah right so like what the fuck anyway but <laughs> I think I think that what you said about it's a disservice to to be to have this band-aid over you know band-aid over a bullet hole mentality i think you are doing the greatest service by offering this stuff to to everyone to anybody who who feels that feels that they would fit the criteria or even just people who are curious and yeah. i think this um conversation is I have a feeling it's going to open up a lot of doors for people like, oh, you know, it's okay to take care of myself in a way that makes sense for me and not for the way that my doctor thinks or the way that my sister-in-law thinks or Mm -hmm. the way that my mom has always taken care of herself. Like, it's not a one-size-fits-all. And I think you're, you're doing such a beautiful job in showing that in your practice. And I can't wait to see what else Mm. comes of it. Thank you. Of course. So tell... Everybody, where they can find you. 
Yes, so my new Instagram name, same Instagram, just a new handle, is at Women's Holistic Wellness, and the link is in my bio. You can click there to see all my services. I also have a Facebook page, same thing, Women's Holistic Wellness. You might have to put NJ on there. Um, and yeah, you could also DM me. I sometimes have tech glitches that I'm still working out. I don't have an IT department, so <laughs> it's just me. It's just me. It's me in the basement. <laughs> so, but yes, those are all the ways that you can find me. Yay! Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank I'm you for so having me again. I feel so like ooh, you're like a regular. You, <laughs> I'm like Frank now, right? You are like Frank. Yes, you. Yes, you, that is. Please, this is basically Frank's podcast. I'm just, I just work here. Um, but thank you for for joining me, and I'm I'm so excited to see what's to come. This is, this is fantastic. Hmm. On that note, have a wonderful day, afternoon, evening, night, wherever you're at. Take care of yourself. See you later. Thank you so much for listening to In Short Supply. If you like this podcast, be sure to subscribe and share. Intro and outro music by Kevin McLeod.